Hey Alive Tribe, you already know you're made for an incredible amount of more. This podcast is about showing up for all the things. Showing up for your life, for your mindset, and for your dreams. And now, here's your girl, Miriam Graw. Stop waiting for their apology. Stop waiting for it to make sense before you move on. Guys, today we're talking about owning our own choices, owning the choice that we're going to leave this place, wherever this this place is for you, and you're going to step into newness, into something brand new, where the air is fresh and invigorating. (laughs) I love this so much. So here it is, guys. Oh my goodness, another week, another week filled with choices, guys. So here's the thing. Your girl, I'm not disputing the fact that someone owes you an apology. I'm not disputing the fact that it's not your fault. (laughs) The only thing you did wrong was grow and they had a problem with it. I'm not disputing any of that, right? But when we start owning our own choices, we for real leave behind us the need for someone's apology. A very vulnerable place to be in life is dependent on whether someone's going to make something right with you or on whether something's going to make sense with you before you move on. There is, there's no freedom in that. I spent a year, guys, trying to get this particular situation to make sense. I've talked about that in other podcasts. Guys, finally, at the end of that year, the Lord gave me the word rest for the next year. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I'm a network marketer. I we I believe in claiming words for the next year, but oh my goodness. I was in this specific group and other network marketers, amazing successful people, and <laughs> people had all these great words, these strong words like driven and courage and goals and my word was rest. It felt weak. <laughs> I remember loving the word because I was really tired of trying to figure everything out. I was really tired of all the things, right, that I really, there wasn't nothing I could do about it, but it left me wondering. It left me trying to figure it out. I was tired of that. So the word rest came as a welcome. But when I did put my word down in, um, you know, with other strong, amazing network marketers, my word seemed small and insignificant. But inside, I was really happy with my word. Anyway, that following year was anything but rest. It wasn't restful. It was a year of growth. In hindsight, though, oh my goodness, you can hear your girl say it because I love hindsight wisdom. But in hindsight, it made sense. I rested from my need to know the answers to things I couldn't figure out. I rested my need to have all the things figured out, right? I rested all that. I had a year of resting all that. Uh, Well, I rested it. So I had a year of growth and it was amazing and phenomenal And I love it because here's the thing, you guys, when you're dependent on someone else making something right, or you're dependent upon, maybe you're just a person that um, no one really, you know, that you could think of really did you wrong, but you just kind of really need other people to keep you motivated. When you're dependent like that, guys, you're really at the, you know, you're really at the mercy of someone else or your dreams 
um, and then bearing fruit and going anywhere is really dependent on other people. But what about if you owned your own self getting up and doing what you need to do? If you owned your choice to show up, and then if you owned it, whether you showed you've shown up or not, owning your own things, guys, there is freedom in that. Because here's the thing, we can't control anyone else. That's a good thing, guys. And we can't control anyone else, but we can um, we can own ourselves. We can own our choices, own our mistakes, own our emotions, own our feelings. We can own our future dreams. When you own your life, you get to decide. And you don't wait on anyone else for anything. And there's freedom in that. Because remember, we c- there's nothing we can do about anyone else. <laughs> but we can do everything about ourselves. So I found out in my life that, yeah, it's easier and way more lazy. I'm going to say that again. It's easier and way more lazy to blame other people, even if they're to blame, than to just, you know what, own it. Not own their thoughts, not own their things, but own myself. Own myself that it's okay they never said sorry. I don't need their apology. Their apology, there's no freedom. We love their apology, and there is a certain amount of freedom, but here's the thing. We don't need their apology to be free. I love this. That means we can be free by our own choice. We can be free because we're stepping out of that place and into something brand new. Um, and it's just, it's kind of ironic, but people, I, I don't know. There's just some people they would rather have a certain amount of control, even if they know they're controlling whether they say sorry or not, because they can keep you stuck or they can keep you unfulfilled or they can keep you from moving on. But you, you don't know what has to keep you from that. You can say to yourself and you don't even have to say it for with them, but I'm done with this place. I'm done. I'm owning my life and I'm moving ahead. I'm stepping out of that vicious cycle. I'm stepping out of that control. I'm stepping out of that betrayal. I'm stepping out of my own laziness and I'm showing up for myself. Guys, whatever it is, you get to own it. I mean, guys, this is a rare and beautiful thing. I think it's, I I just personally think it's becoming so rare because it's so easy for us to get stuck and dependent on someone else because we live in a day and age where it's like, don't let me own even my mistakes. Come on, y'all. Own your own mistakes. Own your own mistakes. I think what it is is we've gotten so tired of owning everyone else's just for the sake of peace. But don't lose that authenticity, guys, to show up and own your own mistakes. Grow yourself and keep moving forward. Y'all, I can't even tell you the amount of freedom in this. Guys, it means you don't have to give up on a bad day. See, I used to give up on those hard days, guys. In my business, I would give up on those hard days. Come on now. I know you're listening and thinking, oh, yeah, I I actually just decided to turn on my girl's podcast this morning because I was giving up on my hard day today. Okay, you're having a hard day. I get it. But let me tell you, let me do a Les Brown favorite. Guys, you have greatness within you. Do not give up. Guys, do not give up on your hard day. Show up and own. Own it. It hurt you? Own it. You don't have to say it didn't hurt you. 
own it, but get up anyway. Own your future. Own your dreams. Guys, you become the boss of your own life. And guys, y'all know me. I'm all about kingdom here. I'm all about kingdom. Lord, <laughs> I must pray so much. I was going to say, Lord. Okay, guys, listen. I'm all about kingdom here. I'm not even going to edit that part out. How many of y'all, let me just <laughs> go on rabbit trail real quick. How many of y'all meant to say I love you at the end of a phone call and you said in Jesus' name? Amen. <laughs> all right, let's just admit it, right? Okay, back to this. Guys, You, we get to own ourselves, and I'm all about kingdom. But we've got the lover of our soul that says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. When he says he's already going to take all the junk the enemy gave us and he's going to make something beautiful. When he says, I'm a God of restoration. Guys, he means it. You get to show up and own it. You get to show up. Guess what? You don't have to wait on anyone else anymore. Your, your breakthrough, that abundance of freedom, that restoration, that beauty God's bringing from the junk the enemy threw into your world, guys, none of it is dependent on the other people. Guys, you get to show up. You get to own these promises. You get to own it, guys. Guys, I don't think there's any more freedom in the world than this. Anything more freeing than this. When we become our own boss, owning Guys, it doesn't turn us into this person that, oh, nobody can tell us what to do. Well, here's the thing. Well, the truth is nobody can tell us what to do. But what happens is when we do all this stuff in line with the kingdom, we begin to be able to decipher which voices to listen to. Guys, not everyone is worth us giving our heart to. I was going to say our ear to, but what happens is our ears hear what they say, but we let it go straight to our heart. Not everyone, not even well-meaning ones, come on, not even your mother-in-law, <laughs> not even your best friend, not even your brother, come on, not even these amazing and well-meaning people in your life are worth, not all of them, getting to speak into you and affecting your heart. Come on, we can be kind, we can be authentic. But we have got to remember that what God is calling us to do, he didn't always create like this um, board meeting where like the, everybody has to be in agreement. No, that person wasn't even in this board meeting. It was you and God. They don't get to destroy or talk you out of what the Lord spoke into your heart. You've got that thing that's burning inside of you that is just like, okay, like I've seen this. I've seen this. Uh, and the reason you've seen it is because you know something better. So you're like, okay. I've seen this situation. I've seen this not done right. It, it should be done like this. Why? Because you know there's a better way. Because you needed that better way when you didn't have that better way. Now you carry an answer. You carry a breakthrough. Now you carry that and you go make a difference. And stop worrying that your sister-in-law doesn't understand it. Guys, it's not her breakthrough. It's your breakthrough. You are meant to carry. You are meant to own it. And you are meant to s use that. And it sets others free. But what happens is when our story isn't someone else's story, we let them affect what our story was even meant for. Guys, we didn't walk through these stories for no reason at all. I did not walk through my stuff, guys, my messes and my stresses, literally, to just be quiet about every single thing, keep my mouth shut, keep in my place, dust my home. I love taking care of my home, by the way, guys. Um, 
and just be really quiet because everybody else that doesn't know what I walk through, but they think they have all the answers. And if I talk, then they're going to roll their eyes. Guys, own that it's okay. Own that they don't understand it. When I've owned, <laughs> and it's baby steps, when I've owned these things, I've owned, guys, I mean, I have had, I have had family members tell me that I'm not going to heaven. Why? It wouldn't be right, right, if I don't tell you a little bit why. All right, because I walked away from religion, guys. I have a relationship with Jesus, and I love, 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 love me, my relationship with Jesus. Um, That growth, see, I never did anything wrong. The only thing I did was I grew in Jesus, and my smile got even wider in my heart. Oh, the song even louder, and it bothered religious people. And I take that as a very wonderful compliment. Guys, do you even remember? Do we remember who hung Jesus on the cross? Here's the thing. It's okay. It's okay. My family member said, I'm not going to heaven. Well, the last thing I knew, it wasn't up to them anyway. Own it. Own it. Set yourself free. Don't make them own it. They're not going to own it. When they change and they kind of like are just like five years behind and they catch up, they still don't say sorry. There's something, <laughs> there's something quite whatever about that. So don't wait for someone sorry because even if they, you know, this family member probably doesn't even think I'm not going to heaven anymore. But they're not going to say sorry, guys. And I've owned that that's okay. I don't need their apology to enjoy my freedom in Jesus. I don't need their apology. Guys, when we need this stuff, we get stuck. We get stuck. And it's sad to see people stuck. Because everything is always someone else's fault. And I think, oh my goodness, I could say the same thing. But I'm not stuck. I'm free. That's because whether it's my fault or not my fault, we in Jesus, kingdom guys, we can set ourselves free from this stuff. There's things in life I've had to apologize for. But do you know what my one of my biggest weaknesses were? I had to break through this, guys, because I was apologizing for everybody's stuff. I mean, I wasn't trying to play Jesus and bring all the things on myself to say sorry. No, that was my people-pleasing, my gentle, my gentle southern girl side, guys. I mean, I was raised. Uh, my mama was West Virginia, very quiet-spoken, love her. She's in heaven, guys, my very best friend. And my daddy was very outgoing, very high, very fast-paced from Chicago. He was a Chicago boy, come on. <laughs> Any Chicago people in the house, okay. Well, my daddy was from Chicago and my mama from West Virginia. Oh, my word. And they made like the best, beautiful couple. Oh, they had weaknesses, guys. But the thing is, I don't know. I'm really, I'm probably a little bit more outgoing like my dad. But I have a really gentle, that gentle side of me, the peace loving, just give me all the peace side of me. What I saw in my mama over and over and over again was that if I could say sorry, 
if my sorry could restore peace to a situation. And it worked for a while. Yes, I was sad that I apologized when it wasn't me. I was sad. But here's the thing. I would rather be sad inside and see that there was peace in the situation because I have a very serving heart and it made my heart happy. But too long in that cycle. And your girl got tired of being sorry for all the things, right? I had to own that it was that it's okay that I don't say sorry first or that I don't say sorry when it's not my apology. It's not mine. Sometimes you have to actually own in 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 true beautiful kingdom humility. I'm not helping this person by saying sorry and have and creating a false facade that all's well because I admitted it. They never had to admit anything. That's an enabling people, guys. Now, on the flip side of that, I don't have to be held back because an apology isn't given, isn't offered. It's okay. Guys, this ownership of your life, um, it's a very beautiful and freeing thing. You get to own your joy, guys. Do you love that? You get to own what is robbing your joy. What is robbing it, guys? You don't want to go there, right? What's robbing your joy? You're in this joy place, and you protect it, and you love it. And, and, and for real, you do. You deserve this joy place because you're leaning into Jesus. You're doing your life. Yeah, you're not, I know. I'm not saying we're perfect because we're not, guys. But then, where are your joy stealers? Who's your joy stealer? That's the hard thing right there. Even that has to be owned. And there might have to be some beautiful, tough talks. See, I'm not, I don't like confrontation, guys. I don't like confrontation. I love peace. I love peace. And you listening today, you might love peace so much that you're not going to confront it. And I don't even know if I'm going to be the best person to tell you how. I'm actually kind of rather new at some of that stuff. Because remember, I'm this gentle southern girl. Come on, daughter of my West Virginia mama. Come on, guys. But we have to own what are our joy robbers, stealers of our peace. And, and only you know that. So today, make that choice. That you're going to own things better. So that means owning, owning the truth of where, 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 what is robbing you of your, of your energies, of those good vibes. Own um, that it's okay. Own it today that it's okay that that girlfriend who talked behind your back in a very unkind way, own it today that it's okay that that you don't have to, you're, you're, you're moving ahead is not dependent on her coming back and apologizing. Now, I kind of say this, you can get bit once and maybe want your fault, but you can't let yourself keep getting bit now, okay? Some healthy boundaries are in place. That girlfriend's t- saying unkind things behind your back. Remember the same mouth and the same heart. There can't be blessing and cursing going on. 
So next time she comes to you and it's all sugar-coated, you need to be careful. Healthy boundaries. Own them. Own the boundaries. And be true to yourself in those healthy boundaries. Because once again, I'm very sensitive conscience. So it's like, oh my, I've got some walls up. See, I never, I never knew why people had walls up. <laughs> I just thought that seemed like I wasn't ever going to be one of those. <laughs> oh, guys, come on. Healthy boundaries. Because I, I do. The reason I, I felt that way is I knew two friends back in, oh, my goodness, years ago. Two friends, and they were both friends of my, Like, I knew both of them. One I was knew a little bit more. But, no, I knew both of them. But they were in tight. Good girlfriends. Okay? Great friends. Besties. Until they weren't, and they didn't talk for years. And I just thought, oh my, like I wasn't ever going to be one of them that had someone in my life that I just wasn't going to talk to for years. Um, until, man, years later, like years and years later, um, I got stabbed really profoundly in the back by someone I considered a really good friend. Um, and I let them take me through the ringer for months. But guys, you don't have to let it go like that. Um, and I, I did. I had to try to figure all the things out, which never did figure out, never did make sense. Um, the only thing I come to the conclusion, they're a very toxic person. But, you know, I don't even know that because I, I have the boundaries up. The walls are up, guys. Um, it's a very freeing thing. It's a very freeing thing. And so where I'm sensitive natured, and I said, I, you know, I had to get used to all this. Um, I have, I've had to be true, and I've had to own that boundary and never build a door or a window or never even build a window um, where there's supposed to be a wall. So I haven't. And there's so much freedom in that. Because here's the thing. I know we're sensitive. I know we're kingdom. And we have this thing. Well, let me, you know, as much as lie, then you live peaceably. Well, I get that. That's kingdom, guys. And so as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. And sometimes it takes a healthy boundary and a wall to do that. Um, Living peace, peaceably with all men isn't you be sweet and kind and let them keep pulling you into their trash. Sorry, that is not kingdom. Even Jesus told his disciples to, um, what did he say? Shake the dust off your feet when they were leaving that town. Guys, sometimes we just have to shake the dust off. Leave it behind us. It's back there. And it's okay. Because it's with Jesus. And he, I've really learned to lean into the fact that he finishes what he starts and he is I can never do what the Holy Spirit does he is um, the Lord is you know it's it's up to him to be true to himself which he is and he'll finish the work he started that's not my calling to do that so I have to own that and then I have to be then I have to own um, I have to own my choice then I have to own that it was a good choice and I and I can't let that hold a place of doubt in my heart I have to let it go own the letting go. All right, guys, I hope, I hope some of this, I hope all of it made sense, but I hope you got something out of this. Today, make it your day to own it. And it's going to take baby steps. I know it's easy to look at people and think, oh my goodness, I wish I was there. Um, but I can't even tell you enough that where I am today is for because of a lot of small choices over time that I consistently showed up for and owned those choices and showed up for them. And was, if you want to say faithful to those choices, owning those choices. 